A moment with a is united to condemn the tragic murders of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Arbery, and every other black brother and sister at the hands of police brutality. This is a continuation of the systemic racism pervasive in our country since its inception, and we are committed to standing against racism in all its forms. We believe that to be silent is to be complicit. We believe that black lives matter. We believe that black lives matter more than property. We have a responsibility to use our platform to speak out against these injustices whenever and wherever we are witness to it. We have a responsibility to use our platform to speak against anti-blackness and police brutality, and we encourage our audience to be educated, engaged, and to take action. So welcome to A Moment With A. Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast, A Moment With A. As you guys know, my name is Akile. Hey guys, hey, 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 hey guys, my name is Akile. Welcome back to my podcast, A Moment With A. As you guys know, my name is Welcome back to my podcast, A Moment with A. Um, the podcast is dedicated to elevating the, elevating the dialogue on the topics that affect the lives of not only m- millennials, but everyone everywhere. As you guys know, my name is Akila Hughes, and I'm your dope host, period. And I'm so happy, and I'm so excited to be back recording and back spending this energy and this time with you. So, um... On today's episode, I have two special guests here because we're going to be talking about a really important topic as well as other topics. So um, my first guest is Camila. I'm going to go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey, guys. My name is Camila. That's about it. (laughs) (laughs) I did the same thing last podcast. But um, Camila is actually, what are you studying? Because it's all so relevant to what we're going to be talking about today. So you got to give them the deep. So I'm studying to become a lawyer, but right now I'm majoring in political science. So politics is basically my life. It revolves around me and it affects me every single day. Period. Then my next guest, oh, I would, okay, my next guest is T. T and I actually have an episode together, but we haven't released that episode yet. But it's going to be straight fire. Oh, you already know. (laughs) (laughs) You already know. What's going on, man? Um, my name's Toro. Everybody calls me T. I have a podcast, Dalton Never Show Podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm happy to be here. What's up? And make sure you check out his podcast. He just started season two, and he's already hitting the ground running. Like, he's so fire. I am a fan. I appreciate that. So, um, as you guys know, everything that's been happening in the media, everything that's been happening with our fallen brother, Ahmad Arbery. So, before we get into this episode, I thought it would be important for us to take a moment of silence to just be here in this moment. So let's go ahead and do that. All right. So, Black Lives Matter. (laughs) 
But I'm, it's so interesting talking about these topics because, you know, I talk a lot with my friends and my coworkers about the things that happened and the injustices that we face in our country. But I think this is the first real podcast episode that I'm, that at least on a moment with A, that we're sitting down and we're addressing it all. And if you haven't been following the media, um, Ahmaud Arbery, he was 25 at the time that he died back in February. Well, he was murdered. I like to emphasize the fact that he was murdered. He didn't just die. And um, this case actually reminds me a lot of when I was in high school and we had Trayvon Martin. If you don't remember the story of Trayvon Martin here in Florida, he was 15, 16? Around there, yeah. He was a jit, like a jit jit. He was 16 when he was walking home, minding his business, and George Zimmerman approached him, and long story short, he Trayvon died because George murdered him. And um, there was a case, grand jury, and Zimmerman was never convicted. He was he used the stand your ground law as his way out. So now we fast forward, and that was what, in 2012, 2013? Uh-huh. I graduated high school. So now we fast forward 2020. We have Ahmad jogging, minding his business. Gregory and Travis McMichael, father or son, they see him. Oh, and you guys know, like, I like to um, paraphrase. Like, this is how I see stuff happening in my head. So they see this man jogging, black. Hmm, you know what? Let's get a shotgun and another gun, and let's follow him because, you know, there's been some quote unquote burglaries that's been happening, and he seems to fit the profile. So they follow him, and there was an altercation because obviously there's going to be an altercation. That's what you were looking for. And I don't know about y'all, but if someone's following me with a gun, like I'm going to try to defend myself the best way that I can. And Ahmad was shot and killed. So just some important things to know about this case is that I've listened to like the 911 calls that were made when they, I don't know if this was when they were following him or before they were following him, but you can literally hear like the, the dispatcher like asking him, okay, like what is he doing wrong? Uh-huh. Like basically like, why are you calling us? Like, what is he doing wrong? Oh, well we, um, he, we've had like some break-ins happening and his house has been built and the old guy, he, doesn't want to build it anymore. Like, stuff that's irrelevant to the fact that, like, okay, but what is he doing wrong? And they couldn't answer that. And then um, there was the topic of, like, oh, well, there has been, like, burglaries, burglaries happening in the area, but only one was reported in that time frame. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, what, what is this for real? So, mind you, this happened in February. We're in May, and we're just, this is just now becoming, like, this outrage. And these two have been free this whole time. Like, nothing has happened to them. They're all living their best lives because they just got away with murder. So what do they have to be (laughs) worried about? This case has had three different DAs. I think they've all had different opinions about the case. And now it's set to go to the grand jury, which is, quote, it it sounds good. Like, oh, like, from the outside looking in, okay, yeah, they're finally going to do something about this. But if you study politics or if you know anything, you know, like, them going to the grand, to the grand jury, that's, that's nothing. Zimmerman went to the grand jury, too, uh-huh. you know. 
So that is just the basics of the case. If you haven't been following, that's what's going on. That's where we're at now. And the thing about it going to grand jury is since their argument is that since we're in Corona, we're in the Rona, we're quarantined, it's not going to see a judge until June or July, which is kind of annoying because Georgia is reopening. They're non-essential businesses. So nail salons and hair salons, all these places are opening and people can go get their nails done, but this case won't see a grand jury for months. Uh. So like priorities, like what are we talking about? So that's just the basics. That's what's going on. What do you guys think? This was all premeditated, honestly, because like the guy that was behind them with the camera, he's out here saying that there was a bunch of burglaries and basically, there, like you said, there was only one that um, that the cops talked about. So where are the rest? And why is he following them with the camera? You know, you should be calling the cops if you think this kid is doing something. And the reason that the DAs were like they didn't want anything to do with the case is because the dad, one of the uh, the murder, the murderer, I think he's the one that murdered. Or was it the son? I think the son is the one that got into the altercation and ultimately killed him. But his dad was, I don't know where the dad was when this was all going down. Your accessory to the crime. You were there. Why do you need two guns? And why are you following him? Oh, and then on the case, it said that they kept following him. And they said, like, oh, stop, stop. We need to talk to you. If I see someone with a gun, am I going to stop and talk to you? Nope. Especially if I don't know you? No. No, thank you. And the dad was actually an ex-DA investigator. So obviously, like, they were let off the hook. Mm-hmm. let's be honest let's talk about race because it's important here they were white if the roles were reversed if it was two black men a father and a son doing that to a white guy guess what he'd be on death row like everyone's saying this and some people want to be like oh but it's not about race it is about race it's always been about race and if you deny the fact it's because you're a part of the problem period and justice anywhere is injustice everywhere that's facts what That's about right. you, T? Um, it was definitely premeditated. Yeah. Um, the crazy thing is, like, I have I haven't even I didn't even hear of it until I didn't even hear of it until like maybe like a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, yo, so they've been free this long, and if it wasn't for Living the video, best life. they would still be free, and it's just like, yo, it's crazy. Like, y'all seen this? Y'all seen it happen? Y'all heard it happen? The man's been dead rest in peace for almost what two months now Mm -hmm. and we're just now they're just now getting arrested and they're only getting arrested because it was on video and and it's not because it was on video it was because we Uh saw the video Uh and we saw the video plain as day they're talking about accused no it was no accused (laughs) he did it like they did it like i was trying to avoid seeing the video Mm -hmm. and then Mm -hmm. i happened to i was trying to avoid seeing the video and then something happened I went on Facebook and I scrolled up to another video and then I thought it was just, I just saw a regular guy running. I was like, okay, what is this about? Then I saw it happen. I'm just like, I try to avoid watching these yeah. things because I already don't like Caucasians as it is. Mm. And so seeing this just makes my skin boil mm-hmm. and it just makes me not like y'all even more. And it's just like, I have some Caucasian associates and they haven't said nothing about it. Hmm. And I'm just I'm just like, hmm. so y'all want to be there for the culture. But when things pop up like this, you don't want to do anything. But you're quick to scream, Blue Lives Matter. 
They love the culture, but they don't love us. Exactly. Only when it's beneficial to them. Yeah. And I was just talking to Camila about this before we um, started recording, is that when it comes to, like, our white associates, our white brothers and sisters, especially the ones in the body of Christ, and, one, racism is a sin. So if you, if you don't know that, racism is literally a sin. So you can't be racist and call yourself a child of God. It literally mm-hmm. does not make sense. So that's one. But I really appreciate the white allies that are just as outraged as we are, the real white uh-huh. allies that are courageous enough to take a stand and be like, yo, this is not right. Uh-huh. This isn't right compared to the ones that are like silent or the ones that are like, well, it doesn't really affect me, so I'm going to just slide over here. It's like, bro, like you're a part of the problem, and you should be ashamed of yourself. Like I always think about, I'm like, okay, so let's say the roles were reversed. We this we this would already been handled, and we, and it's frustrating because the roles would never be reversed because I just feel like black people don't think like that. Like we're not like pre- we, I feel like we mind our business as much. you should, you know, you know, like I'm not ever gonna be pressed to be like, yo, that nigga over there jogging, let me go mess with him. You know what I'm saying? Like he looked like like it's so <laughs> so. Let me get this straight. So it's been one. Burglary that's been reported. One uno, and you just assume that it's him. It just it just frustrates me because it's like, bro, what was going through your head when you woke up this morning? Were you just like, you know what, I can just commit murder and get away with it, so let me just go do that. And then what frustrates me even more is like it was father and son, so it's uh-huh. like, bro, what are you teaching your son? Like, have you been building him up for this his whole life? And then it's another person. That's recording it. Yes. Apparently, he said that he leaked the video. The person that leaked the video recorded because he thought it was going to clear his friends. How was Joe's going to clear his friends? They're like, guilty. There is no citizens arrest. I'm pretty sure. I don't even know. I'm not real versed on citizens arrest, but I'm sure we'll when it's a, I'm pretty sure when it's a citizens arrest, you have to wait for the cops to get there, not kill nobody. And so, my question for you, T, is that because you're a black man, mm-hmm. how does it feel to be black in this country? It's horrible. It's rough. Like, this was really rough for me because I go jogging in my development. Mm-hmm. Like, I, there's been nights where I jog late at night or I'll just walk around a development. And I just, I never thought that somebody can die just by jogging in development. And it's like, y'all, they didn't, it's, it's like they trapped him. They cornered him. Yeah. So he, he couldn't run. He couldn't run nowhere. And you just kill him because you wanted to. Like, it's, being a black man in America is extremely tough. Awesome. Every time I get pulled over by a cop. I think in the back of my head, this could be my last day. And it shouldn't have to be like that. Like, it could be. It's get to the point to now where, like, if a cop pulls me over, if I see a cop trying to pull me over and they pull me over, by the time they even ask for license and registration, it's already on the hood of the car. Hands up, it's on the hood of the car. So it, it's, I'm, not, I'm not going to no glove department. I'm not, I'm not giving you no reason to try to pull a gun on me. It's not happening. And then the sad thing about it is, is even when we do die, we do pass away from nonsense like this. They try to flip it. They try to plant a gun or plant some evidence to be like, oh, well, he had a gun. No, 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 I don't. What are you about to say? They changed the narrative. Yes. To make you guys look like the criminals because, let's be honest, they always want to make black people look like the criminals because it's it's always the cops against your word, mm-hmm. you know? This is why I'm like a huge advocate. As soon as a cop pulls you over, you get that camera. You go on live. I don't trust them. But the problem is, right, is even when we go on live and we see this happen, it's not good enough. No. Because they still sit there and, and let them free. There's no way in the world, like, that's what I was trying to tell people. Like, okay, so they got arrested. 
Niggas get arrested every day. Exactly. <laughs> like I'm saying, like until I see them say you're going to jail. You're guilty. You're guilty. And even when they are guilty, they still get like so let's let's put this in reverse. Let's say let's say that I did this. Yeah. I'm going to jail for life. They get like twenty years. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. Do you think that, because I was talking to uh, my best friend Sam about this, because obviously we talk about this stuff. We're all po- political science majors. I study society, um, I study sociology, so I'm just naturally intrigued, and I look for connections and correlations. So as a black man in America, do you think that it's harder for you to trust people because of how you're looked at in this society? Like when it comes to people outside my race? Period. Like does it make it harder for you to trust? Um... No. No? Uh, I trust my own people. Mm-hmm. I don't trust Caucasians like that. Like, it's well documented. I don't really... I try to put up with them, but it's like... <laughs> it's The way that you... <laughs> <laughs> I try to put up with them, but it's just like, yo, like, for example, I'll give you a perfect example. So before I started doing podcasting, right, I did music. Mm-hmm. And I remember I knew at that particular time, I don't think that my producer I'm still cool with. I don't think he's racist, but he didn't have that reaction I was looking for when George Zimmerman was found not guilty. Mm. And that was pretty much the end. Mm -hmm. So like, and then we probably did one more project together and then we haven't really done any projects together. Um, We haven't done any projects together when, um, when Trump got elected, he's a big Trump supporter. So it's like our friendship hasn't like, gone south but it's just we aren't i see where you stand on certain issues yeah so it's like i know where to separate the barrier Mm -hmm. if that makes sense it does it's just i mean like that's what i told you about like the trump supporter thing you Mm -hmm. know they'll like you'll have someone that's like oh but i just voted for him because of his like economic policies no you vote for the whole entirety like you vote for every single thing And the people who want to say, like, oh, I voted for him because I'm a conservative. What is conservative about that person? Absolutely nothing. Or um, there's this video that Camila and I, we always talk about and we always reference to. It was about feminism. Yeah, feminism. And there was this one girl on there in particular. There was a a lot of girls, like, what, seven different women? 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 Women. Okay, seven different women. And there was one in particular when the... Lady had asked, okay, so show of hands, who voted for Donald Trump? She raised her hand or whatever, and so they asked her, like, yo, like, why did you vote for Donald Trump? This girl says, well, it was kind of like a joke, and it was just, like, this whole thing of, like, bro, like, do you know how privileged you are to be able to use a a presidential election as a joke? Like, she wanted to vote for Bernie Sanders, but, you know, vote to burn he'd be burning out period <laughs> so so her next thing was like oh well i'll just vote for donald trump and she and they're like bro like are you serious she's like well i didn't really think he was gonna get elected and just all this other stuff but it's like the fact that people treat politics like it's just so not important like it's a joke yes it's but beyond it's me because if you think about it you have someone that you put up there you voted for him so when you like when you give someone like donald trump the a platform yeah stuff he, like this happens yeah he incites hate and not that it wasn't happening before donald trump because it was it's not it's it's not a one-person problem at all it is a society problem 100 percent. but when you have people that 
use Donald Trump as a shield, like, well, if he can be outrageous about grabbing pussies and outrageous about this or the fact that the KKK endorsed him, but he didn't publicly say that he's not with that, other people are like, well, if he can do that and that's my president. So can I. So I can do it too and I can get away with it. And I can stand behind citizens arrest. I can stand behind stand Stand your ground ground, and it's going to be okay when that's not the case and those are the same people that start saying white privilege doesn't exist i'm like that's your privilege speaking you can say that because you're so privileged and it's sad because as an african-american like hearing um t speak it's like he low-key does not mess with white people you know and it's like can we blame him you really can't you know like is it his fault because of how society views him as a black man. Like, I I don't, I trust my people a lot more than I trust other races. Like, no lie. Like, when I walk into a room, I look for other people that look like me. It makes me feel safe, you know? And I feel that way about minorities as well. Like, I want, I want to be in the room with other people that look like me so that I don't feel so alone. You yeah, know? I understand you on that. Like, like me, you know, I'm, I'm an immigrant. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm the daughter of immigrants too. So I always try to go with my people because I know they understand, Mm -hmm. you know, I can't go up and like, let's be honest. I can't go up to a Trump supporter and talk to them about my problems because you know, we're going to, they're going to tell me, go back to your country or like DACA, DACA shouldn't be a thing, you know? And I've had people tell me stuff like that. So I always try not, not that I don't like white people, but I prefer not to like associate myself too much with them because a lot of the people that I have met, use their privilege for all the bad things. So right, he, they deny that they have it. Here's my thing on that, right? I can't stand when Caucasians be like, go back to your country, but you stole this country to begin with. This isn't yours. <laughs> hey, thank you. Like, guy. it's not yours. Like, you, you can't. Discover, and it's like, since the beginning of our time, you literally have been taking from minorities, taking from the people that's actually built this country and trying to claim it as yours. Like, I hate when they sit there and be like, go back to your country. So I'm like, okay, so if that's the case, yours. if that's the case, then who's going like, to do your loan? Who's going to do all the other stuff that you don't do? Who are you going to steal from? Exactly. Who are you going to take ideas from? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and then they wonder why we take cultural appropriation so seriously because it's ours. Uh-huh, and exactly. you're trying to take it and claim it's like, yours. So I saw something to where it was like... um it was something to where, like, these these two Caucasian women were starting a weed company. And I'm just like, so we have men and women of color, Hispanic, African-American, Indian, locked up over weed. But y'all going to let them start a weed company? But y'all not going to let them go? Yes. That's the part that gets me. That's the part that gets me. It's like they're still in bondage. They're still locked up for weed charges. And it's like, and now people are just out here willy-nilly smoking weed, but you guys still haven't released them. Exactly. Because our prison system is modern-day slavery. Exactly. And that's on period. Yes. And let's be honest, if you're white, then it's right for them. Facts. They, if they see any other skin color other than white, they don't care. They'll put you in jail real quick. That, like, that, that could happen to my brother. That can happen to my cousins. That's what know? I think about. And I legit can I always find myself tearing up when like cases like this come out because I think about my best friends I think about my my brothers the people that I know it's like bro like this could legit beat them one day I'm just r.i.p this person and it's like for what because you don't like him it's hard it's like 
us being minorities, we got to work three times harder just to get twice half. Twice as hard. Just to, to get, get the half. half is what they want. Just to get the half of what they have, and then that's not even good enough. Because even when we do get to that level, it's like okay. Like I'll give you a perfect example. One of my friends was they live in a really good neighborhood, mm-hmm. and she was just running. And this guy walked up to her and was like, why are you in this neighborhood? She was like, because I live here. Like, I don't sit there and ask you why you live in this neighborhood. Excuse me, what are you doing? Like, why are your pants so high? Exactly. Like, we got to work <laughs> twice as hard to get half of they want, to get half of what they have, and then we still get questioned daily. Yeah. My dog can't even jog. It's ridiculous. I can't even be in shape. How is my skin a weapon? I didn't ask for this. I was born into it, and I love it. I wouldn't change being uh-huh. black for anything. Exactly. It's just rough. It is. And I want to say that, like, what we don't realize is that there's power in our voices. There's power in black voices and black Twitter and us speaking out about the injustices. Uh We can move mountains, Uh literally. So it frustrates me when African-Americans don't vote. When when they they don't do their part, what they don't realize is that, yeah, you may think that the, the presidential election doesn't really affect you. Okay, but your local elections? They affect you. Your, they matter. Your, your local elections, your commissioners, they matter. Mm-hmm. They're the ones that are putting people in these places. So if you're not exercising your right to vote that our ancestors died for, then you're a part of the problem too. Exactly. I agree with that. Like, I, do, I, don't, I don't feel like, let's say this, I feel like even this situation, even this Let's say that um, what's, what's the lady's name? Stacey Abrams or something like that. Oh, uh, Stacey Abrams. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Let's say she's in there instead of the guy that they have now. Yeah. Let's say that this still happens. This would have been handled, in my personal opinion. This would this wouldn't have gone this long without like it's it's ridiculous. <sighs> okay, so let's talk about the concept of white supremacy. So if you don't know what, what white supremacy is it's basically the belief that white people are superior to those of other races especially the back the black race and should be considered dominant do you feel like white supremacy played a hand in Ahmad's case yes 100 percent. 100 i just i feel like how bold do you have to feel in your race to know that you know what i have the authority i have the power to chase another human being down the street, ask some questions like like I'm the police, and then get away with murder. Here's the thing, though, because even, like I said before, even when they do get convicted, even when they do go on trial, they get away with it. So mm-hmm. it just enables them more. Oh, if they do that, I can do that. If George Zimmerman could do that, I can do that and get away with it because I've seen it happen before. It only enables them to do it more. It just shows more of the hate that they have for us. I can kill you and still be free for another two months before eventually I get Living caught. Living my life, drinking beer, doing whatever it is they do. <sighs> they were so bold. They didn't even try to leave the state. They stayed. They didn't even try to flee. Nope. They went home. That's because they were friends with the DAs. They literally went home. How do, how do you sleep at night? I could, I can, can you imagine taking someone else's life? Nah. Me neither. <laughs> it's because these people think that they're like above all. Because you're white, you're above all. And that's been instilled in them, you know? And it's, I so hope petty. he doesn't have any grandchildren, none of that. Or, and if they do, break the chain. Period. Okay. So what about citizen's arrest? What do you think about that law? I think it's dumb. I think that shouldn't be a thing. If cops have to be trained, if you have to go to school to become a cop, 
why does an average Joe? Uh-huh. Oh. <laughs> 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 I get what you're saying. Go on. <laughs> um, why does he have the right to do that? And then some people are arguing, well, he's an ex-investigator. I don't care if ex. he's an ex-investigator. Exactly, ex. And second of all, why are you chasing him with a shotgun and um, a handgun? Like, there is no need for that, especially if you're out, because the police report literally says that he, he was saying, hey, stop, stop. We just need to talk to you. Like, Girl, what? You Mind your business. That is why Mind your business. And at the top. I don't have to talk to you, my guy. I really You don't. are another human. I do not have to give my energy, my space, my anything to you at all. Who do you think you are that you have the right to stop me and question me about anything? You don't. And then to corner me because I. You just took someone's kid away from them. Their child. He turned, what, 26 today or yesterday? Uh-huh. When I'm 26. I'm 24. They like don't, they don't care about that. I they know they They're, they I saw a like, young black man running. I feel like they were out hunting. That's so sad, but that's true. You know, I feel like they were hunting. That's why people are calling this a lynch, a lynching, because it was. That's you were hunting uh-huh. the other day. You I hunted him down and you murdered him like an animal. Because he was minding his business. Let, minding the business that pays his melanin. And it's so sad. But if you guys don't know what the citizen's arrest law is, let me break it down for you. So a citizen's arrest states that a private person may arrest an offender if the offense is committed in his presence or within his immediate knowledge. If the offense is a felony and the offender is escaping or attempting to escape, a private person may arrest upon reasonable and probable grounds of suspicion. None of that has, is even in this case at all. None of it. No, especially because you see the, the guy that was filming, mm-hmm. he lied. He literally lied saying that there was a bunch of, um, like, burglaries and all of that stuff. And the police literally said there was only one. That's the only thing that – there was only one. So for them to try to do a citizen's arrest, they they profiled him. They saw a young black man. They said, you know what? Let's go – I feel like they were going to go mess with him because these people, like, they're wired. So I don't know. It's just it dis- hatred. It's disgusting. It disgusts me so much. And – People are, like, th- how people are saying that uh, William Bryan has nothing to do with it, that all he did was film. No, you're a part of the problem. This was premeditated. Mm-hmm. If you were just going to go check to go help your friends, why are you filming? Uh-huh. No, you're doing this because I bet you, I bet you so much that they watched that video so many times laughing because those people are disgusting. They're vile. They're literally animals. I don't know. I don't want to say it, but I really don't like white people sometimes. I don't think I've, I've been like them in a long time, so I'm with you. Because they they deny their privilege. It's okay. You have privilege. Don't deny it. I hate when people want to say, like, oh, I don't have white privilege. Yes, you do. You're white. And it's okay if you have it. Use it for the right things. But you actively denying it, that's, that's your privilege speaking because you can do that. I don't know. These people are. And just the whole DA thing. Like, how, why did it take so many months? And three different DAs. Yeah. Like, what's so unique about this case where you guys can't see who's right and who's wrong? <laughs> like, my guy, I didn't, I didn't go to school, and I just watched, you know, Criminal Minds and Law and Orders, and I can tell you, like, <laughs> how to do your job. So what, make, what makes this one different? It's just crazy to me. What do you think about citizen's arrest? I think it's BS. Like, I don't, I just feel like, 
if, like she said, if the police are trained to do it, then just let them do it. Like, I don't need to take matters into my own hands. Because if I try to arrest you, you're probably going to kill me and it's going to be self-defense and you'll be off clean. So why do I need to, why do you feel the need to arrest me? Like, white people just be taking it too far. Like I, re- the most. I remember it was a video on Facebook and this girl had an expired registration mm-hmm. and that hit home. I remember yeah. this. I remember this. Yeah, she just like boxed her in and then yes. called the cops. I'm like, yo, that is not your job to do that. Like, like, like. I remember that. Who do you think you are, sis? I will dead. I'm in a church. <laughs> <laughs> I will punch you in your face. <laughs> I remember that. She literally boxed her in with her car. Yeah, and that hit me because my tag is expired. So I be driving my dad's car because, you know. But anyway, my tag is part. I'm just like, yo, if a woman tried to box me in, I guess that's the day my car is going to have to get some some damage because because uh, I'm <laughs> just going to have to fix it because I'm yo I'm I'm teaching you a lesson I'm that day. Ramming your ish. It's ridiculous. Like they just feel like they have like superior power exactly just influence. to do just to be like you know what. I'll, your tactics parts. So I'm gonna just go ahead and I'm just gonna box you until the cops get here. Like, Ooh, what? I think you are. You are not a cop. And then, and then, let's say the because the, the the other lady was black, right? Uh-huh. Let's say she just beat the crap out of her. That she's wrong. But you invading my personal space. You harassing me because uh-huh. that's what it is. It's harassment. Straight facts. It's not. It, it's not. That's okay. That's cool. And that's what I mean when I say sis. I am not my ancestors. I definitely. will drag you. Definitely. Like you have me so effed up. Definitely. So on my on previous episode, um, it was back in January. I went to Chili's with some friends. Mm-hmm. And uh like this this old Caucasian lady just start yelling nigga really loud. Just like really, really loud. And that was the first time that's the first time I ever deal something with that. And mm-hmm. it took like, so if I'm here and she's here, there's another yeah. table like over there in the corner, mm-hmm. and like people saw my fist, people saw me get rid of my fist getting balled up. Like I was about to end her life that day, and literally like my table, the table next to me, the table across across from us or in the corner, literally jumped to me. It was like, yo, it's not worth it because I was ready to her. Because oh, these hands don't get Exactly. Age. <laughs> it was that. <laughs> we were literally talking about that. I was that close because I heard her. And so I was like, excuse me. She said again. I was like, yo, who the, I'm not going, you know, I'm, mm-hmm. it's your podcast. It was my podcast to be so I'm different. Okay. I was like, who the bleep do you think you talking to? And she stood up and was like, I'm talking to you. And I was just, I saw my, I, I was like, yo, this must be the this. This, this must be the day she go on to be with the Lord or wherever she meet her maker because this going to be it. And everybody literally had to like, like, because it's crazy because uh, the manager was one of the old cooks I used to work at at the Fridays and Lake Mary. Mm-hmm. And he basically like picked me up and took me to the door and was like, bro, it's not worth it. And I'm like, yo, she got me messed up out here. Like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not Mary says, I'm not dealing with this. I'm Malcolm X. I ain't Martin Luther King. Exactly. I was just like, yo. And I was like, nah. That happened again. Like, if she I didn't even care the fact that it was an old lady. Like, if if that was definitely like a a Caucasian male my age, I wouldn't have said anything. I just would have decked him. I just would have decked him. And you you just would have got these hands. I just would have dealt the consequences later. And it just would have been a wrap. Why are they allowed to harass people? And expect no repercussions. They're white. 
Like, if you call me the N-word and I beat the crap out of you, why am I going to jail? Or what if I call you a wetback or a cracker or a flat booty or something like, like that? Like, they really Girl, be getting I've mad. I've called wetback so many times. That is so rude. It is. Um, I got called that in high school once, and I literally cried. And then one day I just realized, like, okay, that's fine. I am what I am. I'm proud of who I am because I can't change this. But I'm going to better myself. I'm going to do better. I'm going to do better than you. Because for me, I know people are like, oh, it's not about revenge. No, it's about revenge. Especially when you have such hateful words towards someone who never did anything towards you. It's like white people, what they have against black people. And that was a Karen, if we're being honest. Uh That was a Karen. Did did she have to leave? Yeah, they basically, uh, they, um, so what they did was uh, they, uh, she was like a regular. And they was like, we're not having this. So she didn't want to leave. And they called the cops, and the cops got her out, and they took her. That took her to the station, and then they gave us my meal for free, which was fine. But I was like, "Yo, I wanted everything on this menu, <laughs> and another one to go." <laughs> that's a period. I was like, I was that close. It was crazy because it was like a couple weeks before I went to go see my girl, and I told my girl, I "Was like, yo, I almost didn't make it to come see you because I was about to." And what's weird is that, it's not weird, but what's crazy is that for you, if you would have done that, that would have been like the end of your life uh-huh. in jail. But for in her jail. to be, to be, to have that hatred and to harass someone, because that's what it is. It's harassment. It's like, it's just another day in the park. How? That's my thing. So like, I'm going to jail, but I was provoked. Mm-hmm. You said a racial slur to me. And instead of me just biting my tongue, I just started taking this in my own hands and beat the crap out of you. But... I'm, I would be the one that's that's in the wrong. Yeah. But if she would never say anything, we all would have been good. Living our best life. Like, <laughs> I don't understand when, why, I just, I just feel like white people are so obsessed with black people. They are. Why are you so obsessed with me? They love, they love stealing from you guys. They love stealing your culture. They like renaming it. Like the Kardashians, they want to rename everything. They steal everything from you guys, mm-hmm. you know? And people, and you know what's the problem? Yes, they're the problem, but it's also the people that back them up. They're yep. like, yeah, that's fine. No, somebody needs to call them out. Like that TikTok that went viral. I don't know, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but if you haven't, go check it out. It was two high school students. Uh-huh. Um, you know what I'm talking about? Uh-huh. And they made that TikTok about um, what, how to how to make a how to make a nigger. And it was like, oh, um, don't have a dad. And what else was on there? It's like, don't have a dad. The biggest one was like steal or something yeah, like that. Yeah, stealing. Mm-hmm. Or they said watermelon, then they said fried chicken. And I don't even eat watermelon, boo-boo, so don't even come <laughs> for me. And second of all, everyone loves fried chicken. And that's so. period. And, but um, the fact that, like, they make these type of videos, it's like, bro, why are you so pressed uh-huh. about what we're doing? What enjoyment are you? I've never in my life been like, yo, white people, though. Where's the culture? You know, like, let me go do something to some white people. Like, it's just so crazy to me. And then, like, so you sit there and do that and then get mad when... You get expelled. Exactly. And then be like, oh, my boyfriend ruined it. You yes. know what's right from wrong. Nah, girl. You know what's right from yes. wrong. Yes. I think someone has said, um, someone, because it, it, it was a thing for like a week in our social media world. They're like, oh, who's more wrong? They're both equally both. wrong. He didn't influence you, sis. You're, You're racist. Like, it was, it was, it was stupid because I did some research on a guy because I'm a wrestling fan. Yeah. And he was like up and coming wrestler, all that. You ruined your whole long. career for what? For what? For what? For some views, <laughs> to go viral, <laughs> for what? And it's just like, yo, like. <sighs> oh, stop, because now I'm getting death threats. You should have thought about that while you were being a little idiot. Exactly. You should have accounted for all of this, for your hatred 
that you have toward and then in, in her apology, the way that is she that the way that she was speaking about black people. Like that's what she said. Oh, I know like um black people they have feelings or something like that. Bro, like what I don't why do you like why does it sound racist? <laughs> She's racist. <laughs> like, like, why does your apology statement sound racist? Like, why is it triggering me? I can't, man. It's just like, y'all just be sitting there going, like, y'all are really stupid. Like, you're mad because you said something, you're getting death threats. Yeah, you're like, mad because you're being held accountable for your actions. Like, I'm not used to that. Like what you said, we aren't our parents' generation. Like, I we will mess somebody up. Like, we're not about to sit here and just be peaceful and protest. Them days is long gone. Like, if there was... If she, she's lucky, she's in. She was in the environment she was in mm-hmm. because if there was like if she was in a a black community, it would have been a rap for her. She probably would have been in ICU right now. And 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 I I don't advocate for violence at all, but I understand it. You know, I I understand what that feels like to be in a world that is built against you, that is full with systematic racism and everything. And I don't think people of other races really. Well, I don't think white people, because minorities, Hispanics, they feel that too. But I don't think the white people know how that feel to know that the whole world is against you. They don't. And that's why, for me personally, I can never date outside my race again. See, this is, I'll even go a step further. Like, I, I was doing some research, and I just feel like, personally, they have this, fin- they have a fear, because if the world keeps going the way it's going, and probably like the next 20 years, they're the minority. Yeah, yeah, they will be. And they, that's, honestly, I think that's part of the reason why they're killing us off. That's that's my personal opinion. Because they don't want to be the minority. They want to continue to oh, be Oh, why don't control. they want to be the minority? Is there something wrong with being the minority? <laughs> Did I miss something? I mean, this has been happening for, like, the longest time. Like, Planned Parenthood. Uh-huh. That was made for black women. So yeah. they can, they don't have, so they won't have children. Mm-hmm. Like, people... People don't want to see that this has been happening for ages and ages and ages. Generations. Exactly. And then white people now don't, because white people know, they know that we're, we're going through some type of pain. They don't know how it feels like, but they know that we're going through some type of pain. Now they don't want to be on that side because they're the ones that started it. I feel like um, black men are the most feared person on this earth. I agree. Like, I don't know why they feel that way, but they are so scared of black men, black men educating themselves, black men bettering themselves. Like, I don't know why they're scared of them. I wish I knew that answer. I don't really know why they're scared of us either. I guess because I don't don't know. I don't know, to be honest with you. Like, at first, I thought it was because, you know, we're bigger than them, we're stronger than them. Mm-hmm. But I'm not really a threat to nobody. I'm like 5'5", five, five, a buck 25. But I'm walking down the street, you could, may think I'm a threat, and you just kill me for no reason. Like, I really don't understand why they're afraid of us. Because there ain't nothing to be afraid of. We don't do anything to people. We mind our own business. We just be chilling. Literally. Just trying to survive from one day to the next. And then y'all just come and just kill us because you feel like it. Because it could. And get away with it and think it's okay. It's ridiculous. I think it's because they, you guys now are so outspoken, which I think it's amazing. I I love when you guys, like, advocate for your people, you know? That's something beautiful. And they don't like that. 
they want you guys to stay quiet because they still have that mentality uh-huh. that they want you guys to be slaves. They still have that mentality. You know, you see, you go to a place like Mississippi. Uh-huh. You guys are not welcomed uh-uh. because they still have that mentality. And you guys are so outspoken now, you know? Like, from seeing you, I'm pretty sure you will not let anyone tell you anything. Nope. And <laughs> it's, like you said, it's the power in your guys' voice. I'm telling you. It's the power, the power in the voice that you guys have. That's why they're afraid. Fight me, though. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's why um, it's so important that we have movements like the Black Lives Matter movement. Uh-huh. And I remember when Black Lives Matter became a movement. It was after Trayvon Martin. And how people just tried to destroy it. They tried so hard to tear down Black Lives Matter, only for it to be one of the strongest movements in the world. Still is. Yes, till this day. And we have cases like Ahmad, like Sandra, like Trayvon, like Mike Brown, and like the fact that people still try to take the Black Lives Matter movement and turn it into something negative uh-huh. or say that it's not needed. It's just beyond me. It's needed because there's no change. Mm-hmm. None whatsoever. It's only getting worse. Since the Trayvon thing, like, that should have been a halt to everything. But no, it kept getting progressively worse and worse and worse. And the worst part is that these things are videotaped now. And they still want to turn a blind eye. They still want to say, well, it was self-defense. Or, well, it was a cop doing their job. Like, bro, are we looking at the same video? <laughs> like, you like, know, like. <laughs> it's because these people, these people want to see what they want to see. And I don't know how they sleep at night. I don't. Cops, the cops that have killed, that are, are literally sleeping with their wives, that they're still tucking in their children. But the black mothers that have had to put down their sons or their daughters because they were dead, they were, you know, they were murdered by the hands of a white person. Because let's be honest, most of these murderers are white people, uh-huh. you know, because they, they've, they have that instilled in their mind that they have that right still, that I can murder you and I'll get away with it. Like, there was this one case. I don't, I think he killed a little boy. It was a, it was a white boy, and he killed a little boy. And he literally called his mom saying, oh, it's okay. Look at me. I'm blonde. I have blue eyes. All I have to do is cry in front of the judge. <laughs> I mean, thank God that he was put away. But it's just, you see how the, the mentality of these people works? And he was a kid. Mm-hmm. A child. I saw that case, and it pissed me off. And, the, like, the, I don't know how to say it, but just... That type of boldness that you have to say, oh, it's okay. I'm privilege. Privilege. Deja Fox. <laughs> um, the, the, the fact that you can be so bold and say something like that. And that's when he knows he has his privilege. You know? It's just sad. And I think what frustrates me when it comes to the Black Lives Matter, the Black Lives Matter movement is when people try to take it and turn it into like, okay, well, what about black on black crime? <laughs> it's like, or what about this and that? And it's like, yo, we're not saying that those issues aren't real issues because they are, uh-huh. but we're focusing on this issue, uh-huh. on this one right uh-huh. here. Like, yes, obviously, all lives matter. We, no one, we wouldn't be ever saying that, but you guys treat our lives like it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. So therefore, we have to say, hey guys, just you know, I'm just letting you know today that Black Lives Matter. So. How about you don't kill me? Like, Perhaps. obviously, cops matter. Their lives matter. But 
can you not use us as target practice? You know, that would be really cool too. Like it, it gets so frustrating because when I see Caucasians go at cops the way that they do and they show so much restraint, yes. but we do one thing and it's pew, pew, and I'm just sitting there going like, bro, like use that same restraint you had just a second ago on them, on us. Like, I don't understand. Like there's so many black lives being lost to cops being trigger happy. But when white people do that, tasers quit complete tasers like it's like it's it's ridiculous you know and it's like you can't tell me like what do y'all learn in the police academy i need to know like are you trained to treat one race like this and the other like this like what's that um what was the guy's name who shot up the church in north carolina uh charleston i know that's the church i dylan I think his name was Dylan Roof. Dylan Roof? Yeah, I think that's it. Like, so he can he walk out. People. And they took him to get food, right? He can walk out alive. But if yes. we do that, we get killed on the spot. They're going to blow the whole church up just to make sure exactly. we got him. Exactly. Dylan Roof, right? Yeah, Dylan Roof, an American white supremacist. <laughs> Literally, walk into a church, killed nine people, praising Jesus. Oh, my gosh, and you know how you were talking about the protesting the Black Lives Matter? Mm-hmm. So if you see a video about the Black Lives Matter protests, they'll call it rioting. Mm-hmm. You know, and then they'll they'll throw tear gas. But let's talk about the coronavirus protests. Uh-huh. All these white people. With guns. With guns. And what happens to them? Nothing. Absolutely it's your first nothing. Amendment right. It's my First Amendment right. If I can shoot you, I'm going to shoot you. No. Put that away. Like, and the fact that they protest for the dumbest things. We need haircuts. Massages are essential. <laughs> Bro, we're, we're protesting for our lives. We are not the same. Absolutely. Nothing alike. And it just bothers me that you see the, the preference that they have. You know, with your guys' movement, tear gas, you know, like hitting you guys with the stakes. Violent. Violence, violence, violence. And then for the people who are armed, the cops are real quiet because you know what? They're white. They're not going to do anything. And it's their right because they have rights. Where is your guys' rights? Lost in the sauce. Oh, that was good. Mm. It's, just, it's so much to take in. Like, it's a lot to take in. And I know for me, it makes me angry. And I try not to ever be angry because I don't want to be an angry black woman. But it's so hard to, like, know all these things and know how the world looks at you and still, like, try to be the light in the world and be an advocate. And love everyone. So love white people and everything. But, like, bro, can you, like. They make it hard. Why do you guys keep, like, stop killing us? You know, like, leave us alone. And I fear that, like, is this just going to turn into, like, a modern-day civil war? Uh-huh. You know, us against them. Uh-huh. That's the way it's going, unfortunately. How I really do you- don't, I don't see any other way. Well, yeah, that's true. Because they don't want, they don't want to, they don't want a better society, you know? They, they don't believe dominate. in, oh, they, they've always, they have that in them, that they dominate. That's, that's how slavery started, because they thought that white was dominant over black, you know? It's just disgusting. But how do you guys think, though, that the case is going to, like, go? Prepare for the worst, pay for the best. You know, I really don't want to get so emotionally attached and so emotionally involved. Because I was in high school when Trayvon was murdered, and I wasn't as involved as I was today. And I didn't know a lot about what I knew today. So when Zimmerman was let off, it was kind of like, saw that coming. But for this, 
don't know that if you hear my stomach, it's because I'm hungry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but for this one, it just feels a lot more personal. Mm-hmm. You know? I'll believe it when I see it. Right? Like. If they, if they're yeah. going away for life, I'll believe it when I see it. I but mean, yeah. until then, I'm, I just assume the worst. Because I've seen it happen too many times. I, I didn't think George Zimmerman was going to get Bro, off. No one thought that man was going to be let off. And it's crazy because that happened, I want to say, probably maybe like 10 minutes from my house. Yeah. And yeah. I was at, I didn't even hear, it's crazy because when all this went down, I just came home the week before and I didn't hear nothing about it. So I went back up to Florida A&M and then it's just like, yo, it's crazy. So when the trial happened, I was actually recording a song. And then we stopped. And as soon as they said not guilty, I said, oh, it's time for me to go home. Because I already knew. Because I, I have to go that way. I have to pass the courthouse in order to go home. And I knew it was going to be mm. rough. And I just, I looked. As soon as it said not guilty, I said, all right, I'm going home. I told my mom and dad, I'm going home. I'll be there in like 30 minutes. I'm not even about to be playing out here with y'all today. And it's just, once that happened, now it's just like the Pandora's box. Oh, if he can get away with it, I can definitely get away with it. Add that in. Add a little bit of Trump. It's a domino a effect. Bit of and laws. what made it worse was the police killing us because now it's like, okay, if the if the if the police are doing it, I can definitely yes, I can definitely get away with it. They can get away with it. I can get away with it. And it just it's just been worse ever. It's just been it's been rough. I saw someone post that if George Zimmerman would have been made an example, maybe this wouldn't have happened. I. I agree with that. If he would have made an example, I don't think this would be, it would be that bad. I think that it's time for us to just build a new justice system, period. You know, we talk a lot about like, oh, we need to improve the justice system. We need to do this. No, we need a new one. Mm-hmm. We need a new one. And that's just on period. That's it. We need to get rid of a lot of things. Like stand your ground. Stand we need to ground. fix that one. Mm-hmm. I don't think we need to get rid of it, but I think we need to fix it. And we need to we need to get rid of citizens arrest. I'm sorry, but I don't want no hillbilly trying to chase me just because I look suspicious. No. I just can't, I just can't get over the fact that like Ahmad is jogging down the street, sweatpants, t shirt. Why would he be jogging and jogging? Not like running full uh-huh. throttle uh-huh. need for speed. Exercising, you but know. But jogging. Why would he be jogging? And in, in an area that he just robbed. <laughs> like, it doesn't even make logical sense. It, it doesn't. You know? But it's not meant to make logical sense. It's meant to be an, an excuse. Yeah, that's all it is, is an excuse. Because they were white and he was black. And like you said, they were, they were hunting. <sighs> it's, it's so much to take in. It's so much to take in. But I want to... Close by continuing to say that, like, bro, there is power in our voices. There's power in our movements. Like, when we work together collectively, all of us, we can make real change. But when we don't, when we sit back and we let, we let our issues be advocated by like other people, or we feel like, oh, well, they got it, uh-huh. y'all got it. I don't get to talk about it because I, I y'all got it. No, like, how do you feel? Talk about it. Say something. And side note. Because I saw this on on Facebook, and it really upset me because it came from a black brother. And he said, how come we don't advocate for black lives when it comes to abortion? 
which is fine. You can have your opinion. But let's be thoughtful about the time that we're ex- expressing our opinion. Because abortion, that's a different issue. Uh-huh. Like, why are you taking the platform, the time that we have to talk about black men being killed to talk about another issue uh-huh. that is important to you? Mm-hmm. Like, let's stop pushing our own personal agendas and stick to the agenda that affects all of us. Because I'm a woman, and I still advocate for my black brothers without making it about women's rights. Uh-huh. That is so annoying to me, and it really triggers me. Those are the same people that, like, are they they kind of support mostly, like, the white people, if we're being honest. You know, those are the people who forget their identity and forget mm-hmm. the fact that they're not welcomed in this society, unfortunately, you know? Steven from Django? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you come on, Steven from Django? Like, bro, you're still black. I like, I liked him, like, the first second. I was like, oh, he's so funny. And then I don't know where I saw what he did, and I'm like, disgusting. <laughs> no. And the whole, like, abortion thing, like, you, either you're pro-life or pro-choice, but that has nothing to do with this. Like, mm-hmm. don't forget the fact that a young black man was killed. Why are you putting something else into this when it has mm-hmm. nothing to do with that? Take you know? away, the, take advocate, away the spotlight. Exactly. Advocate on your own time. Mm-hmm. But this this needs to have the spotlight. This needs to be talked about. And more people need to be mad about this because they need to talk about this. But, you know. So in my closing thoughts, that's really all that I have to say. It's like, Let's continue to advocate. Let's continue to talk about these issues. Let's continue to have podcast episodes about these issues, about the issues that affect the lives of black millennials, of our parents, about our children, our children, children. Like we're going to have kids one mm-hmm. day and we're going to have to have the talk with them and not the talk that the, the white kids get to have about the birds and the bees, the talk about what you do when a cop stops you. We got to have these talks. So it's only right that we advocate, that we demand change in our lives so that maybe their lives is a little bit easier. Facts. All facts. So um, thank you guys for tuning in today on this episode of A Moment with A. Be sure to stay connected with me on Instagram at A Moment with A and um, continue to say his name always. Do you guys have any last thoughts? Y'all stay safe out there, man. Stay blessed. Yes. And vote, guys. Like, if you have the chance to vote, vote. Period. Vote in every election, every local election vote. It matters. Um, yes. What did you say? It matters. Yes, it does. It matters very much. Okay, so um, that's it. So be blessed and go be great. Bye.